The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit redfivenetwork.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Toink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up the fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another edition of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. How's it going? Not bad. We got a bit of snow today. And uh, other than that, everything's good. Cool. Very cool. Not, well, figuratively, I guess, and literally. <laughs> we, have a, we have a cold spell heading this way. Uh, I think this time next week it's supposed to get down to the 60s. So we will hit we will hit fall for the first time this year. <laughs> um, oh no! Uh, check out our homepage weebygeeks.net. Uh, su- uh, support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code weebygeeks all one word for 15 percent off your purchase. And as you heard in the uh, in the pre-show, use code WINGEEKS15 for 15 percent off at Toink. Uh, if you live in the lower 48, free shipping. But again, use code WINGEEKS15. You too get our pick of the week for 15% off, along with other things. And our pick of the week this week is... Well, uh, it's my pick this week, and I decided to go in the Star Trek direction. Good choice. And this is actually something... Thank you. See something that I've actually... It's. I I started a few years ago on uh, the old ThinkGeek website, and it was something I wanted to get. It is the Star Trek, the original series, electronic door chime replica with motion sensor. Oh, cool. should get that for your office. Yeah, so... (laughs) That's what I, that's what I want to do, yeah. So it's basically the, uh... Like the... They call it. They say door chime, but it's, I don't know exactly. It's like what you'd see on the old Enterprise on the old original series of doors. You know, I guess it's a door chime where you can ring, you know, ring people's doors and stuff and right. communicate. Then it has 
Uh, it lights up and it has four different sounds, including the sound of the doors opening, which is cool. It, if I ever end up in, and it also go ahead, go ahead. Now go ahead and finish up. I was gonna say it, it also has uh, sensors that detect when uh, you cross the cross its path that it, it makes noise. So it's pretty cool. If Ooh. I if I ever get a position at work that puts me in a cubicle, I'm not going to end up in an office office. I like that idea. I may get a cubicle. I like that idea. Only because they don't make anything Star Wars like it. Or <laughs> do the Star Wars right. Like <laughs> but hey, I like Star Trek too. I, I'm old. I'm OG like that. So, um, good news, I guess, from the world of football. Go there first. Damar Hamlin is uh, off the breathing tube mm. and is actually spoke to the team today. Buffalo Bills. Today. So that's good. Good sign there. Uh, Jeremy yep. Renner is apparently coming along with his recovery, which is good. Also excellent. So I uh, excited for both of those. Um, so I we got few stories tonight uh, one's going to take quite a bit of time because there's it's a long story but um i'm gonna start us off with a comic story this week oh that's very rare that i do that but doing that tonight mm-hmm. uh this is coming from dark horse comics it's mm. written by sergio aragonas oh and mark evanier with artwork by Aragonas, lettering by Stan Sakai, and colors by Carrie Strachan. Ooh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not, but I like uh, I like those names I'm hearing. I remember when Marvel Comics first had the rights to this character with, and I believe it was under the Epic title, which was the cre- Marvel's creator online. Mm-hmm. It's Gru. Oh. And oh. Gru, Gods Against Gru, number two. Is bringing chaos to the skies. Mm. It's another Gru story. I I have a Dark Horse account where I could, uh, so I access a lot of the stuff on Dark Horse's uh, app, their comic app, comic reader app, right? Which is still active, even though you can also get their stuff on uh, hmm. Comicology now. Um, I just downloaded all the previous Gru stuff to my new iPad since I've got room on my new iPad. I went from a 64 gig iPad Mini Gen One. <laughs> To a regular iPad ninth gen, that's two hundred fifty six gig. I think I got some room, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not hurting for room anymore. So I went in, opened up Dark Horse. It's like, okay, I want this title downloaded again, and this one downloaded again. I got room. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a lot of reading. <laughs> So, uh, apparently, uh, when a Gru-like deity arises in the heavens, scores of both well-known and obscure gods come together to to end the havoc and destruction it's causing in their realm. While Earthbound Gru is alternately worshipped and hunted, his divine Gru alter ego unleashes otherworldly chaos. Plus, on another impeccable back cover, Rufaruto strip includes an epic storyline that began in Gru, Frey of Gods, and continues in Gru, Play of the Gods. Uh, Aragonus returns to Gru, featuring beautiful hand lettering by Stan Sakai. Uh, Gru, Gods Against Gru, number two, hits stores January 18th. Oh, nice. So, I am excited for that. That means I'll be able to download it. <laughs> I'm excited. 
Should be good. Should be good. And uh, right underneath the story, I'll just go ahead and touch on it. It gives us a, a game story. Epic Games, uh, their store gives out first free games of 2023. Ooh. Lasting until January 12th, Epic Games store users could snag both Kerbal Space Program and Shadow Tactics Blades of the Shogun, Akio's Choice, for no cost. Nice. In the case of Kerbal Space Program, the first uh, the game first launched on PC back in 2015 and has since become a smash hit. While um, there's a fair chance many PC players already own KSP, I do not. Um, the fact that it's now free is something that's hard to be said about. I, I may need to go get this now. Uh, with Akio's Choice, this giveaway on Epic Game Store is a bit more unexpected. Rather than making the full game free, Epic is handing out Akio's Choice, which is an expansion for the strategy title, Shadow Tactics. Although it may seem a bit odd, Akio's Choice has always been considered a standalone expansion that isn't tied directly to Shadow Tactics itself, which means that it can be experienced without needing to buy the base game. That's good. So. That's a bonus. Yeah. Um, now moving on to streaming, Amazon video just added one of the highest box office earners of 2022 with Jurassic world. Dominion. Hmm. Um, but they also say it's a, a controversial movie. I don't remember what the controversy was with this film. It wasn't that good. Okay. Which I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to be something else, but. I'm going to like it because I, I love Jurassic Park, but I thought the second one, Lost World, was horrible. But I still enjoyed it because it was a Jurassic Park film. It was just a horrible storyline. Yeah. But, I mean, I still in, enjoy the franchise. Um, the Now, while Dominion did feature some... Jurassic Park alums. There were two actors from the original film who did not appear. Ariana Richards, mm -hmm. who played Lex, and Joseph Mazzello, who was Tim. Those are the kids, right? Yep. The grandkids? Uh, Colin Trevorrow had a chat with The Hollywood Reporter and was asked if Lex and Tim were ever considered for the new movie. Because every one of those characters takes up too much oxygen in, our, in every room they step into, and we really needed to be careful and thoughtful. I always tried to keep a good sense of when it should start to feel like a Love Boat episode or something, where it's just like, who's the special guest at this scene? We had five characters, counting Lewis, <laughs> Dodgson. Jurassic Park. B.D. Wong has been in all three of these movies, and he mm. was a ma major character in this film. So when you're looking at a movie like Jurassic Park, which had a total of eight characters, and five of them are in this movie, that's actually a lot. So True. I also, I believe at one of them is, no, is not acting either, currently. Yeah, but I, the impression I got was, if they'd been asked to do this, they would have done it. So they will come out of whatever retirement they're in to do this just because mm. they were such a big part of the original franchise, or the Jurassic Park franchise, which is now the Jurassic franchise. Just you have your right. two eras, Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, which is sort of like the prequels, original trilogy, sequel trilogy, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. So, um, but story that's going to take us a lot of time to cover probably is... Mm -hmm. not really trailers but yeah i was gonna say <laughs> but it might as well be 
because this is from Yahoo Entertainment and it's their 2023 movie preview of their most anticipated 40 most anticipated films of 2023. So in many ways, the trailer park does kind of fit. <laughs> I suppose. So, plus I put it back. I was able to bring it back to the show. Haven't been able to do that in a while. Mind you, it's not with the soundboard I typically <laughs> use. I'm having it, but the old iPad, the old iPad mini is still finding itself useful. Um, in at number 40, Blue Beetle. Now, I haven't looked at this list, so this is going to be a surprise to me, probably as much as it is to you. Yeah, I just realized they're in order of release. They Interesting. Are These are the in order of what they're looking forward to. So, bottom of the list, number 40, Blue Beetle, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised considering the way Peter Safran and James Gunn has been cutting every other project. Uh, I don't know. As this one, but I, I, this one's going straight to HBO Max. Yeah. So, which is also interesting because the Warner Brothers Discovery there, they're cutting a bunch of stuff from HBO Max and pulling stuff off of it and. Yeah, I, I thought I saw an article. They pulled the Looney Tunes cartoons off HBO Max. Like, really? Yes. Like, really? Ugh. Wow. But like I said, I am surprised that this one's still coming out. Release date's August 18th. I'm surprised this one has, squ- has so now, squeaked <laughs> under the radar. Well, it's still got eight months there to uh, for them to shelve it. But True. I think, I think it's, I think. I think it's. I think they're just gonna let it release. I hope so. They should. Sure. They should have done that with Batman. They haven't really. Yeah. Which was done basically mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, Batgirl literally got the nineteen ninety four Roger Corman Fantastic Four treatment. Mm-hmm. Filmed in the can, being promoted, and then scrapped. Yep. So. Uh, number 39, this film's coming out February 3rd, and it's being directed by M. Night Shyamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> Knock at the cabin. I have not heard of this one before. I have not either, and, uh, it is based on Paul Tremblay's The Cabin at the End of the World novel. Hmm. So. Interesting. Uh, number 38. Oh, that comes out February 3rd. Huh. 38. Releasing. 38. August 4th. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Oh, that's the animated one. Is it right? I th- possibly. It's directed by Jeff Rowe. Think? Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's the animated. Okay. Interesting. That's one I probably won't see in the theater, but I probably will see it at some point. There's no Michael Bay. That's good. Thank you. Uh, number 37, release date, spring of 2023, showing up. I no have clue. no idea what that is. Uh, from Wendy and Lucy to certain women, Michelle Williams and Kelly Reichardt have quietly become one of the best acting director pairings around. Their ongoing collaboration continues to okay. bear artistic fruit with showing up. A richly nuanced story of a frustrated sculptor who tries to pursue her art while also dealing with mundane challenges of everyday life. Mm, that... Doesn't sound very interesting. <laughs> um, that borderlines, I hate, I hate to do it, but that borderlines almost calling it 
Chick flick. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I I agree. Coming out September twenty second, directed by Takia Watiti. By who? Takia. <laughs> it's Taika. It's Taika Watiti. <laughs> That's what I said. Taika. <laughs> you said Taika or something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am not here tonight. <laughs> um, it is an inspirational sports drama documentary about the true story of a Dutch American coach's mm-hmm. effort to help lead the underdogs of all underdogs, the American Samoan National Football (parentheses) Soccer Squad, a team that once lost 31 nothing to hmm. Australia at the 2014 World Cup. Wow! I didn't know that was football. So that wasn't. Football, that was football. And the American Simone team, I'm sure, wanted to pick up the ball and run it in instead. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out. Um, number 35, coming out March 31st, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Amongst, Honor Among Thieves. I am very much looking forward to this one and hoping they don't blow it. Uh, Cast-wise, looks pretty decent. Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, yes, Justice Smith, Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Reggie John Page. Um, there's a trailer here, and I'm gonna have to go back and watch the trailer. I haven't wa- I haven't seen really seen a trailer for it. Yet. The trailer is pretty good. I mean, I didn't think the first one was bad with the YM brothers. I mean, it could have been a lot. Nah, it could have been a lot better. Disagree with you on that one. I thought it was very bad. <laughs> okay, so maybe I had low expectations for it, and it didn't disappoint. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I I know after seeing. Like Aragon, it's like okay, Dungeons and Dragons could have been done much better, and ended up feeling more like a comedy than a yeah. Dungeons and Dragons game. It felt like yep. watching a, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good actually. Uh, but I mean, I still didn't mind it. I thought it was it was kind of cool. I mean, I, I love the effects. I, the only thing I, I wasn't keen on was the plot, mm. but the effects were cool. Mm. What they did. I mean, I felt like I was watching. Yeah, but I, I can't, for me personally, I can't get by on just effects if the plot's not, not there. Right. I mean, I think that was my, my what I considered the saving grace of the film was plot was horrible, but I felt like I was in a D&D universe the way everything looked. I was impressed with that. Yeah. And and as a technician, audio engineer myself, behind the scenes guy, I think that meant a lot to me. That's what impressed me with the film. I was like, oh, okay. This is cool. Finally, people are getting the look right. (laughs) Well, wait till this new one comes out. Oh, I can't wait. It should be even better. Uh, Number 34, coming out March of uh, of this year. Obviously, all of these are coming out this year. Uh, Luther, The Fallen Sun. Oh. This has uh, Edris Alba. Oh, this is... Yeah, it's based on his his um, series, which I never actually uh, watched, but I've heard is very good. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. Seems like I need to watch the series before we watch the film. Uh, it does seem that way, yes. Uh, coming out sometime this year at number 33, Spaceman, starring Adam Sandler, Paul Dano, Carey Mulligan, Kunal Nayar, huh. which I just saw him in uh, uh, 
This is who I'm thinking it is. Who's in Eternals, right? No. No. Okay. This is uh, <clears throat> that Raj from Big yeah. Bang Theory. Okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if this is who I thought it was, I just saw, I just binged uh, Welcome to Chippendales on Hulu. The Oh, how was that? Interesting. See, I knew nothing about this, the history behind Chippendales. And yeah, me either. It, it was uh, very enlightening. I mean, the. Mm. The other stuff didn't bother. It, it's, I mean, it definitely talks about a lot of the behind the scenes. And uh, Steve, uh, Steve B. I can't pronounce. I can't remember how to pronounce his last name. Um, what he does, hmm. and it, it's uh, it's intriguing. Hmm. Interesting. So, uh, have to check so, it out. So, Spaceman. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. I, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, Spaceman. Uh, we don't know too much about this ne- Netflix sci-fi drama, besides the fact that it's based on Colby De- on a Colby Day novel, Spaceman of Bohemia, about a Czech astronaut sent on a solo mission to space where he befriends a giant arachnid. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> solo mission to space. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> not not a bit of the giant arachnid. <laughs> well then when it comes on screen <laughs> just cover your eyes or fast forward sounds like that might be difficult if it's a big <laughs> part of the movie <laughs> trying to help you here uh, um yeah i appreciate that coming out march 10th in at number two screen six really yeah it keeps going i actually never really watched the screen franchise too much so i'm probably movie. not going to see this movie I watched the first three. That was it. I think I've only, I think I've only seen the first one. I did not realize there were three more films. Well, actually, I knew there was another film, but I thought mm-hmm. they rebooted the whole franchise. I guess not. Not exactly a reboot, but so. And Screen Five just came out last year. Yeah, that's the one I I remember. Like early, that was. This is where I thought it was the. Uh, a reboot because the early 22 hit was called Scream, aka Scream 5. Um, right. The thing that may save this is Wednesday herself, Jenna Ortega, is in this film. Have you Wednesday yet? Yes. Great series. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. A lo- I haven't f- uh, watched the whole thing yet. I have been enjoying it more than I uh, expected to. I like this new direction of Tim Burton. He is definitely, mm, yeah, I do too. He is definitely in in the current, you know, welcome to the 2020s. Um, yeah, with the storytelling, with the acting. Uh, mm. But I mean, the stuff he did back in the 80s and early 90s fit that time period just as much and just as well. Right. Yeah. So I mean, he he has captured every time period. That he he's directing in perfectly. I think the only one that was a hair off for me was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but I think that was more yeah. more on the more the source material. He was trying to stay true to the source, as close to the source material as he could, and it's hard to. I just to veer from. It. I I mean yeah, and I just didn't feel it was necessary because the uh, the you know the. Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka movie is so good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming in. At, Although, go ahead. Um, I didn't see Dumbo. Did you see that? I did not. I'm, I'm afraid to. Mm. And I haven't heard a lot yeah. good about it. No. And then he did uh, Dark Shadows, which was eh. Yeah, but 
Dark Shadows was supposed to be what a reboot of the old TV series, yeah, or, or movie, which led to uh, what what happens in the shadows TV show. It's kind of spun off from that. Did it? I don't know. I was not aware of that. I don't know. I, I could be lying. If I am, if I'm wrong, email us at webegeekspod at gmail dot com. Well, <laughs> um, be nice, and then let's. Uh, we won't even get into in a planet of the apes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did that one, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he had a he had downtime. Everyone's entitled. <laughs> Unfortunately, Michael sure. Bay, it's always been a downtime. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, did I say that out loud? I don't expect too much from him. <laughs> Michael Bay's a director? Anyway. <laughs> Producer? What? If you want to call him that, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, so far, his name is not on this list. We're just now hitting 31. Uh, coming out March 17th. Thankfully. Is the movie 65. Adam Driver, Driver, Ariana Greenblatt, Nakia King. Of course, you know Adam Driver from The Black Klansman. White Noise, that just came out on Netflix. Um, oh, yeah. You may know him from some other two-bit franchise where he played a bad guy named Kylo Ren. In Star Trek, right? Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, apparently, it looks like. Have Adam, you seen? I have not seen White Noise yet. If that's what you're asking. No, no, I was going to see anything on this one. I have not. Which is, it's interesting, is it? Mm. So uh, apparently, he is a veteran pilot who discovers he's crash landed on a prehist- on prehistoric Earth. Is that what? So now he's got dinosaurs and other millennia old. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, thankfully he has a lightsaber. Um, One, yeah. One interesting thing about it is it is produced by produced by who? Sam Raimi of Evil Dead and Spider Man fame. Okay, I say that's good, but then we look at. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and like, eh, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I like Sam yeah. Raimi, but it's questionable. What was it? What was it? You just said everybody's entitled to uh, the down times. A bad, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Doctor Strange wasn't bad, it wasn't but bad, it was. But yeah, it was not what I wanted it to be. No, it's not what I was expecting it. Yeah. I did not expect it to be more of, it would have almost been more of a WandaVision the movie than in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So. True. Uh, number 30, coming out April 7th, the Super Mario's movie. Yeah. And this is animated. How I feel about this one. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I think it's cool that it's coming, but since it's animated, yeah. here's my problem with it. None of the original voice actors who do the voices for the games is mm-hmm. doing this film. Right. And I think that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you were definitely wrong in that opinion. I am not. But I don't know. I may have been, like, I'm not going to go again and I'm not going to go to the theater to see, but I may eventually watch it at some point. Oh, yeah. I'll probably watch it when it comes out streaming, but. Uh, April 7th, it's not getting my money. No. Uh, 29. 
coming out June 9th. I'm, I want to see more before I decide if I go waste the money in the theater. Transformers Rise of the Beast. No. Uh, I'm so very conflicted. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be ba- it's going to be based on Beast Wars, which was great, a great run. Yes. But it, it's not true Beast Wars. It's Beast Wars meets modern day Transformers. The Michael Bay movies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Optimus and Prime, all, Optimus Prime is not in actually, Beast Wars. It was Optimus Primal. Nope. Yes. Uh, although Michael Bay will not be directly in this one. I do believe he is still at least producing. So it's, you know, I'm like, eh. <laughs> eh. Saving Grace is Peter Collins back as the voice. Which smart move there. Yes. I mean, there there mm-hmm. is no other choice. And, and, I, and I want... The, the only smart move that was made in that franchise. Well, no. I think the other smart move made in the franchise uh, was when they cast Leonard Nimoy to do reprise the, the voice of the character he did. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, and that was like one of Nimoy's last projects before passing away. And that was, that was yeah. perfect for that. I'm like, okay, there's some intelligence here. So I don't know if I'd call it intelligence, but... <laughs> well, somebody fought right for it. Mm. Uh, coming out February 24th, in at number 28, Cocaine Bear. Have you seen anything on this? No. All I know is, is what I'm reading one here of is O'Shea Jackson Jr., Alden Ehrenreich, who was young Han Solo, Carrie Russell, and Ray Liotta. Yeah, directed by Elizabeth Banks. This is one of the... You gotta watch the trailer one. This is an insane movie looking movie and it's actually based on a true story okay I, i'm okay I, i'm seeing the one comment a black bear ingests an absurd amount of cocaine dropped into the woods from a drug drug runner's plane crash i remember yep. hearing about this story oh my god they're actually gonna bring it to life oh really yeah yes i did not hear about this one but it's <laughs> Like I said, watch the trailer. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it sounds like February 24th, I may be, or shortly after, I may spend, be spending some money to go see this. Maybe. In <laughs> um, at 27, release date, October 13th. It's an untitled The Exorcist film. Yeah, I haven't really heard too much about this other than, they're, than the fact that they're doing an Exorcist film. I... I don't remember if it's a, a reboot or just a continuation. Oh no, it is a reboot. Yeah, it says it's a reboot. Yeah, I, I don't know. The Exorcist, is the, Exorcist the, is the original. Is the even though cheesy effects and everything else, that's the only horror film to ever scare the crap out of me. Me too. I've seen me it too. twice, and I have I have sworn I will only watch the original one more time, and that's when Zoe will watch it. Other than that, I'm done Oof, watching that film. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I, yeah, I will be done with that film after that. I wonder. I wonder if she will be because you know it's an old movie and all this. So, but yeah, 
Well, apparently Ellen Bernstein is reprising her I, role as Chris McNeil. I, I did hear that, yes. Um, I made the mistake of watching The Exorcist by my one day. And, uh, yeah, that's that was not happened. a good, good That's what idea. happened to me back in high school. Oh, Exorcist is on HBO. Cool. No. I woke up the not next cool, morning. I'm like, cool. I am not going to watch this movie ever again. My dad's like, what movie? I said, The Exorcist. He goes, where'd you watch it? HBO. Last night? Uh-huh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no more. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, I have I've watched bits and pieces of the of the remakes. I'm like, eh, cool. Mm-hmm. They modernized the effects and whatnot. But I mean, I couldn't I couldn't deal with it because the plot just didn't carry the way the original did. How they handled the original, right? I'm like, yeah, this takes away from the original, and the original scares the piss out of me. Mm-hmm. Just saying. I really, uh, I really don't because of how how scary the original was and because you know reboots usually aren't that great i I really um plans to see this one but you never know i don't know the only thing that would potentially bring me into it would be helen bernstein bernstein i don't think i could sit in a theater and though probably no unless it's not as bad as the original you know (laughs) I'm not, might not be as gonna, as scary. I'm gonna have to watch trailers just to see. Yeah, uh, that'll be something to keep our eye on. Number twenty six, releasing November twenty second. It is Disney Animation Studios' sixty second release. And it comes in the year that Disney celebrates its centennial uh, because the brothers <laughs> Walt and Roy O founded the Walt Disney Company in nineteen twenty three. Um, it's called Wishes. The film follows seventeen year old. Asha through a magical land called Roses, where wishes are known to come true. Isn't that called Disney World? Disneyland? <laughs> Sorry. Well. <laughs> I'll probably watch it when it comes on Disney+. Plus. I have no idea if I'll see it or not. Unless I hear it's really good. Unlike, I I want to see Stranger Things. Uh, strange worlds but with it coming, oh yeah, yeah but with it coming to disney plus so quick i am concerned yeah i'm a little concerned and i have i have heard mixed things i don't know i mean i i think the concept's cool it's just i'm scared seems like it yeah um coming out november 17th i did not know this was coming in at number 25 mm. the hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes I knew it was coming out, but I've never really watched the Hunger Games movies, so um, I've seen bits of them. But this is based on the 2020 book release. Uh, the story follows a young, uh, young Snow who mentors Ziegler's District 12 tribute Lucy Gray Baird in the 10th Hunger Games, long before becoming the much feared president of Pan Am. <laughs> So it's a prequel. Yes, I did hear it was a uh, prequel, yes. Uh, This next film, we know Kylan, Finding Marvel Geeks, and Watch One. (laughs) First one in line comes out February 10th. Starring his favorite actor in the world, Channing Tatum. This is Magic Mike's Last Dance. (laughs) 
Do you guys still pick on him about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, I, and I get it thrown back in my face about the Illuminati, which is definitely got thrown in my face during our review of Dr. Strange and yeah. the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> and I got asked what was the best thing about the, or what did I think about the Illuminati in that film? I said the best thing that happened is they were all killed. <laughs> I hated the Illuminati comic. Hated it. It was, it, uh, I liked it. I, it was just not. Oh, no. I just couldn't dig it. Mm. Uh, number 23, coming in, uh, releasing December 20th, The Color Purple. Yeah. Uh, this Another is, reboot. Yes and no. Uh, this time, we're going to get a mix of the Broadway show with the film. So it's, the, it's a remake of the film. It, okay. It's sort of... Like the producer's treatment. There was the producer's, Mel Brooks' film. Then became a Broadway play. And then they redid it based on the Broadway pay, play inspired by the original film. That's the same direction they're going. Oh, okay, so I'm hearing pass. Okay. <laughs> Musical? Pass. <laughs> Musical? Pass. Color purple. Never saw it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the original. But I, but I saw it when at, at a totally different time, and I was kind of forced to see it with, with my family. But I ended up appreciating what it was. Never seen it. So, uh, coming out Christmas Day next year. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, in at 22, Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom. Mm. Uh, and according to this, the scoop is... This is how the Snyderverse ends underwater. Is that what the DCEU was? Was the Snyderverse? Uh, it's become known as the Snyderverse. But, uh, you know. To me, the only thing Snyder did right was Sin City. That's only because Frank Miller was right there to ride his butt. Right. Other than that, um. He- I was not impressed. I mean, I enjoyed the Watchmen movie, but the series on HBO was yeah. ten times better and closer to the the, pro- the original source oh, yeah. material than than the Watchmen. Even though uh, Alan Alan Moore hated the HBO series as well, I was like, dude, yeah, he hates everything. <laughs> I'm like, the the HBO series definitely was. M- more true to yeah. his work and even tried to fix the film a little bit. But the artist, uh, Dave Gibbons, he loved the HBO series. So HBO said, I mean, it looked great. Everything felt like it was in Alan Moore had written. It, yep. it felt yes. very more. I just, whereas watch Alan Moore is, is was yeah. more inspired. Yeah. Uh, but, um, Alan Moore has become, such a curmudgeon that like anytime he hates I'm like oh I'll check that out <laughs> and the only other thing I will say about Zack Snyder that I did like was I did like 300 so again Frank Miller was extremely tied to that yes exactly now if Alan Moore wanted to have been directly tied and on hand more with the Watcher, Watchmen it probably would have been so much better quite possibly i mean snyder did a good job with it but it's still not Mm. so um 
So with Gunn and Saffron poised to remake the DC Extended Universe by calling it the DCU instead of the DC. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost mm-hmm. Kingdom caps the last run of the DC movies made under the regime. A list that also includes Shazam, Fury of the Gods, which still hasn't come out yet. And the oh, Flash. Yeah. Nope. Wait, let me Ugh. rephrase that. And the... Both of which are opening earlier in these. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the billion-dollar grossing Aquaman remains the Snyder versus most lucrative movie, it's only fair that Jason Momoa's aquatic adventure gets to bring the curtain down with one last adventure. Remember, it ain't over until the octopus drummer slaps the skins. <laughs> Coming in at number twenty-one. Yeah. Shall we move right along? Now, I do like the idea that Gunn and Saffron have for Momoa in the new in their universe as Lobo. Lobo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that that's that seems quite fitting, especially the way we saw him at uh, Johnny Depp's trial. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, <laughs> Lobo fits just right. <laughs> uh, coming in at number twenty-one, releasing December fifteenth. Hey, Wonka. Mm. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is in this. Keegan-Michael Key, Sally Hawkins, Olivia Coleman. Of course, Chalamet was in Dune. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what direction he goes as a younger Wonka, which, of course, was deeply immortalized by Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We'll see how much closer this one gets to to Dahl's novel. Yeah. This one, I'm curious about this one. We'll see. Um, I'm surprised this is even being entertained, especially after with with the way to that today's society is. Because uh, I I read somewhere that uh, Roland Dahl was like one of the biggest bigots in the world, very anti. Yeah, very, I heard that. Like, is, I and with I heard everything that well. else that's been cancel culture. Why are we still? bringing this project back to redo. So I think there's some hypocrisy there. It's yeah. I don't know what's going on with that, but so yeah. Interesting. Uh, we are now at the halfway point. Number 20 coming in June 2nd, Spider-Man across the spider verse. Yeah. Good. The, I enjoyed the first one. Um, I did not I love the the Stan Lee. Yes. Um, I, I had I hadn't seen this one. It took me a while to see the original one because various reasons. But um, I enjoyed it. But I do it got a little overhyped for me because I kept hearing, "Oh, it's the greatest superhero movie ever," and all that. And I'm like, "Eh, I wouldn't say it wasn't the greatest." I I would definitely say top ten. It was really, yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe yeah, definitely. Maybe, maybe top, five. top ten. Maybe top five. If it's not, it's definitely top six. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's definitely up there. But uh, but I, yeah. I will say, I mean, say I, definitely top. I, li- I like it, but yeah. So but all I kept hearing was, "Oh, it's the greatest superhero movie ever," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's." If it's like the greatest animated superhero movie of all time, but it was very good. That I would definitely say. Well, actually, no. 
to me, Planet Hulk is still the, the greatest animated superhero movie. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I'll have to check that one out. I loved it. Um, that's probably the strongest film that Marvel has put out animated-wise. So uh, DC had many great hits on their end. Red Sun was great. Um, DC, DC can't do anything with their live-action stuff, but they got it going on with their animated, animated stuff. Yeah. Uh, the ju- different Justice League films were great. Dark, um, the one that mm-hmm. takes place like wartime. I can't think of the name. Oh, yeah, that was well done. Loved it. Yeah. So, uh, coming sometime this year, in at number nineteen, Napoleon. I don't know anything. Directed by Ridley Scott, huh? Starring Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, very interesting. They are saying it's surprising. It's somewhat amazing there hasn't been more movies produced about Napoleon, given how storied his conquests are in history. Bill and Ted, excellent picture aside. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, enter Ridley like Scott, that. the tireless 85 year old who knows a thing or two, a thing or three about making historic war epics. Gladiator. And then, oh, is he now? Yeah. I just heard that they're making Gladiator mm-hmm. 2. I heard that as well. So, uh, playing Bonaparte. Uh, meanwhile, in this Apple TV Plus film is Joaquin Phoenix, who's been relatively quiet That's since it. laughing his way to an Oscar for 2019's Joker. Mm. Um, I didn't realize it was an Apple TV movie. Interesting. Apple TV's got a series coming. Uh, I don't know if it's this year or next year that I definitely want to get into. Time Bandits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yes. I will have to spend the money to get That's it. That's another one. That's another one I'm interested in, but also a little wary of. Yeah. If they don't have Mike Edmonds in the film somewhere, or any of the other surviving little people or dwarfs who were the time bandits, there's a problem. I don't know. I have no idea what they're doing about that, so we'll see. I, I mean, they don't have to play them their roles, but they got to have cameos of some sort in the film, in the series. They got make they got making appearance. Yeah. So uh, I haven't, I haven't heard anything on that. So we'll see. We'll see what they do. Uh, number eighteen coming March twenty fourth. John Wick chapter four. Eh, my wife will be very happy about this. She loves the John Wick movie. I like the John Wick movies, but it's kind of like I don't know for some reason they didn't grab me. People at work love them. I like the first one. Every other one's been almost the same thing. Great, you pissed off. Yeah, now you're gonna pay for it. Right. Cool. Whatever. That might be part part of why why they haven't really grabbed me. So it's like, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll watch the first one without a heart without doubt. I mean, that one Mm. grabbed me. The others is like, eh, okay. The other two, eh, okay. It's a repeat. Now, if you want to talk about a film that's a repeat of the of the first one, <clears throat> Star Wars New Hopes slash Star Wars Force Awakens, hello, John Wick. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, coming in 17, don't know when it's coming out this year. Uh, Rustin, no clue what this is. Me either. Huh. Uh, it's directed by George C. Wolfe. <laughs> And it's a biopic about a trailblazing gay right, gay civil rights activist, Bayard Rustin, who organized the 1963 March on Washington. Mm. Okay. Sounds cool. Glad to see it coming 
to theaters. Don't know if it's one that I'm going to go to the theaters to see. May see it when it comes out streaming. Yeah, it's definitely not a theater movie for me. It, it, it's not the it's not the subject matter. I mean, it's it's not that it's a, about a gay civil no, rights it's, activist. It's just not the type no, of no. film I go to a theater to see. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I will watch it because I'm sure it's gonna I'm sure it's gonna get uh, an Oscar nod. And I will watch it for that, for sure. Mm. When it comes streaming, I'll definitely give it a, a watch or two. I'm just, it, it's not one to, to drag me to the theater. Yeah. So, um, releasing May 26th, coming in at number 16, The Little Mermaid, live action. I don't know if I've ever been as indifferent about a movie. Melissa <laughs> McCarthy uh, is cast as Ursula. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that one. Uh, coming in, moving right along. Coming in number fifteen, releasing February seventeenth. Ant Man and the Wasp. Yeah, brother. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. We'll finally start getting uh, things going with Kang and. I like it. Isn't isn't this the beginning of uh, Phase Five, Phase Six? Yeah, yep, it is indeed. So we're heading into the Kang D- Dynasty and Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. So, uh, coming March 3rd, my mom's birthday, number 14, Creed 3. I've enjoyed the Creed series. I have not yet watched, I have not yet watched the Creed movies, but I've heard they're good. I, I've enjoyed them. I think the first one's still the best. Mm. Uh, the second one was ex- definitely had very much a, um, almost like a Rocky 3 vibe to it. Mm. Rocky 3 meets Rocky 4 vibe to it. Interesting. With, with Drago's son. Being the the opposing boxer, right? But no, it, yeah, it wasn't, I gotta, it wasn't bad. But I, I love the first one. First, I gotta one check those out. You do. Uh, mm. Coming in number thirteen, Asteroid City, directed by Wes Anderson. Huh. I have no idea. Wow, look at the cast. I have no idea what this is. Set in fifties era America, Asteroid City takes place in a remote desert town where a junior stargazer convention has attracted such famous faces as Tom Hanks, Margot Robbie, and Jeffrey Goldblum and Maya Hawk. Well, that right there has oh, got you going to it. I'm in. <laughs> the only yeah. actor not in this movie, <laughs> and a certain regular, Bill Murray, oh. who had to drop out uh. of the film just before shooting started. Uh, disappointing. But that's okay. To see um, Jeff Goldblum and and uh, Bill Murray together was, in a movie. <laughs> that would be hard. Uh, coming in, number 12, releasing July 28th. I know Zoe and Melissa are excited for this. Uh, it is definitely Melissa's favorite MCU character, uh, but it's the Marvels. Mm. It's got one of Zoe's favorite MCU characters with Miss Marvel. Uh, I'm not um, like super excited about it, but it's a Marvel movie, so I'm excited. We will we will go see this one in the theater. Uh, like I said, even if it's mm. bad, I mean, if, if it's bad, Melissa will say so. But she she has become a Captain Marvel fan because yeah. of the fact that. Uh, Carol Danvers has ties to the Air Force and her father was in the Air Force. Ah, I see. And Zoe has just fallen in love with the Miss Marvel character uh, because, well, being Islamic, Zoe kind of relates a little bit being a half-breed herself, you know, being Christian Jewish. uh, She kind of relates a little bit, (laughs) I guess. Plus, it's, it's a kid. It's it's a character who's close to her age. Plus, when she watched right. the um, it, the Marvel Rising series, she just absolutely fell uh, in love with uh, with Miss Marvel. I enjoyed the Miss Marvel series. I thought I it was too. pretty good. 
when when Zoe found out we were having Anjali, who played Aunt Ruby mm. on Mighty Marvel Geeks, she asked if she could join. We had a great time. Nice. It was it was Anjali was so much fun. Mm-hmm. So much fun. Uh coming sometime this year, directed by John Ridley, Shirley. It's a biopic about <sighs> Shirley Chisholm. Um uh, it is see, I don't I don't know who Shirley Chisholm is. I feel bad. I don't either. I feel like I should. I feel like that name sounds familiar, but she was the first I black don't... woman to be elected oh. to the United States Congress. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could, I could deal with this. Yeah. Um. Again, it's probably not something I'd go in the theater to see, but no. Yeah. But I will definitely, I will definitely grab it. Um. It's, it's just like. Uh, yeah. Chadwick, Chadwick Bosman's uh, Thurman, uh, or not Thurman? Oh Thurgood. yeah, which I, I was it Marshall that it, yeah it was Thur, yeah it was called Marshall yeah. and it was Thur, about Thurgood Marshall that yeah. was great. I have not seen that one. Was it? Loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I watched it right around the time that he had passed, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I wish it was this was on my radar sooner. Again, it probably wouldn't have gone and seen it in the theater, but I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I actually enjoyed again. I didn't see it in the theaters and probably wouldn't have. But the the movie about um, it was a battle the, uh, about Ginsburg. Oh yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen that one either. That one, that one was good. And <laughs> you know, again, it talked about their beginnings, how they got into politics, you know, how they got into right. more the political side of justice. And, mm. uh, oh, I, I, I enjoyed both of those again, not types of films mm. I would go see in the theater, but right. definitely was stuff that I wanted to see when I wanted to see them when they came out. So, mm. uh, uh, number 10 coming July 14th. I can't believe Hallie Atwell is in this film with Tom Cruise. But Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. So two. Eh, yeah, I never like. I kind of the Mission Impossible movies after the second one, but there, again, my wife loves them. There were some that I enjoy watching. The first one I thought was great. I was like, mm. oh wait, I, I saw that twist, but I didn't see that twist. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I caught it. I did enjoy the first one. Yes, um, the one. With the virus that he had to inject himself, that he injected himself. Oh, yeah. I don't remember which one that was. That one, I um, I mean, it's hit and miss with him. I did not like yeah. the one written by Ainge, by Age, with the whole motorcycle playing chicken. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's the one I dropped off on. Yeah. Uh, number nine release is TBA Maestro. Hmm. This is... Uh, Directed by Bradley Cooper, starring Bradley Cooper. Interesting. And this time he's playing the American composer and conductor Leonard Bernstein. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, number eight, releasing May nineteenth, Fast X. Pass. I I will watch it when it comes on streaming. That way I could pause it if I'm bored. I won't even watch it then. And go on to something else. <laughs> I haven't watched a Fast and Furious movie since the first one. Can't say that I've watched quite a few. I don't remember the last one I watched though. It was either seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Um, only because it was on TV and there was nothing else worth watching, and I still didn't pay a lot of attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when they launched a car into space, yeah, like okay, no, no, <laughs> I'm done. 
I, I'm done. Yeah. Um, that's why I haven't watched Fast 9. Very ridiculous. Uh, coming sometime this year, directed by David, David Fincher, The Killer, starring Michael Fassbender and hmm. Tilda Swinton. Hmm. Uh, this is uh, an adaptation of Alex Nolan's graphic novel series. Ooh. So, uh, number six, releasing May 5th, final project uh. James Gunn in this universe, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Releasing the day before my wedding anniversary, so I'll see if I can convince my wife to go see this for our anniversary. <laughs> uh, this is also a... Uh, we're going to get the truth about Rocket's origins. And Zoe's loving the fact mm. that there's an otter mm. in this. She loves otters. And is giving Drax the farewell <laughs> since Tista is no longer returning as Drax after this film. That's a, little, that's a little sad, but... I guarantee you, if Disney did any more projects, Guardians attractions in the in the parks, they want Drax, they'll suit up for that because that money oh, yeah. But he won't. Won't do. Yeah, he won't do the films anymore mm. after this, according to him. Uh, number five, yeah. coming in July twenty first. I know you're gonna go see this one, yes, Barbie. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> uh, I will. I do have to say, oddly enough, that the initial the initial teaser trailer for the Barbie film was actually um, it was kind of interest. It was entertaining. Yeah, I don't know. It, I, don't, I don't know if it's going to drag me into that theater. No, no, definitely not. But very interesting. Yeah. Uh, number four. Uh, no release date yet. Just sometime 2023. Uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro. Okay, may may have to go see this. Killers of the Flower Moon. It's gonna be I have Apple. no idea. I have it's not heard of this. It's gonna one. be on Apple TV. Uh. Mm. Uh, coming November 3rd. Dune uh, Part Two yes. in the number three slot. Looking forward. Coming in at number two. Oppenheimer. I am releasing July twenty first. Interested in this? I'm interested in that one, but again, that's probably not one I would go to the theater to see. I don't know. I may go to the theater to see this one because you know Oppenheimer, Father of the Atomic Bomb, and looking at mm -hmm. this cast, mm. yeah, this may put this may put my butt in that seat. Emily Blunt, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Raymond Malik, Lawrence Pugh, uh, Kenneth Branagh, Josh Hartnett, Cillian Murphy. Gary Oldman, Matthew Modine. Yeah. My butt may be in the seat for this. Uh, depending, I, I'm definitely going to have to see a trailer. Um, yeah, I've seen a trailer. Well, the trailer didn't really show a whole lot. I, I'll need to see more, but chances are this will put my butt in the seat, in the, in the theater seat for this one. Uh, number <laughs> one, release date, June 30th. This I will go see in the theater. Yeah, I will too. And Although, definitely June 30th, because that's my mom and dad's anniversary. And I would go see this in honor of my dad. Sure. Mm. Indiana Jones, nice. the style of destiny. And I love yeah. I love the last uh, line in this, in the scoop. Just please, please let it be better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> please. <laughs> I agree with that line. <laughs> so... Uh, also opening, uh, we released today as we're recording, Megan, uh, M3GAN. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, killer Robot. Yeah. Uh, that's, that one is, that one looks weird. Yeah. Uh, House Party Reboot. 
uh, next Friday, the 13th. <laughs> uh, Naomi Scott team, uh, and Anthony Ramos team for the sci-fi drama Distant on January mm. 27th. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Josh Dummel uh, in the most violent rom-com of our time with Shotgun Wedding, 27th. Okay. So, soon to be known at, known as Jonah Hill. Um, going to be starting with Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, maybe in You People, January twenty seventh. Uh, oh, that could be interesting. After Pam and Tommy, which I think was on Hulu, <laughs> that was an interesting. Uh, probably Pamela Anderson gets. To tell, I did not see it. <laughs> Pamela Pamela Anderson gets to tell her own story in the Netflix doc Pamela, a love story. <laughs> oh boy. Um, that's on January 31st. Uh, Sebastian Stan and Julianne Moore. Uh, Julianne Moore's in, um, in the Welcome to Chippendales series as well. Uh, oh. <laughs> are set in the neo-noir thriller Sharper, February 10th. Uh, <laughs> Reese Weatherspoon and Ashton Kutcher in the rom-com Your Place or Mine. Um, <laughs> Helen Moran, Lucy Liu, and Rachel Ziegler join the magic in Shazam! Fury of the Gods, March 17th. Uh, Kira Knightley investigates the Boston oh, yeah. Strangler, March 17th. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Woody Harrelson reunites with his Kingpin co-director Bobby Farley for Champions March 24th. And Adam Sandler <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston racking up some more streams on Netflix with Murder Mystery 2. I never saw Murder Mystery 1. <laughs> I haven't either. So that's a 40, according to Yahoo, the 40 most anticipated movies of 2023. Mm, some yes, some no <laughs> for me. And there's there's some that they put in like the honorable mentions there that I'd be more interested in. Yeah. yeah. So I I clicked out of that, went back to Yahoo. Oh, it said Bam Magara dead. I like, click on it. Story I read earlier this week. Bam Magara was pronounced dead after oh, four, really? like, four seizures last month. But he, as oh, I didn't he, know about that. Yeah. Uh, he revealed this week that he was pronounced dead after being hospitalized last month and put on a ventilator in order to breathe while suffering from five separate seizures. Wow. Yeah, but he he does not look like he's in good shape. Mm. He looks very ragged. You would think after all that, he'd still stop all his business, but it seems like he's still going to keep going. Sure. Um, one movie... That I that they left off the list that I'm very curious about is the uh, the movie Renfield, which stars Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Mm. <laughs> Heard about that? <laughs> Heard about it. That movie is either going to be uh, amazing or amazingly bad, yeah. and I'm very interested what happens with it. Are you trying to say that's the train wreck you're kind of hoping to see? Perhaps. <laughs> so. Either way, I'm sure it'll be interesting. Yeah. Final thoughts. Um. Well, uh, I will say that I finally saw Avatar: The Way of Water uh, over New Year's, and. Um, I did not hate it as much as I thought I was going to. Uh, I like, you know, but that's probably because I was going in with expectations. And uh, basically what I could say about it is it's kind of however you felt about the first movie is going to be how you feel about this one. 
if you really like the first movie, you'll probably like this one. If like me, you didn't love the first one, then then you might not love this. <laughs> Um, it is like the first one. It's a very pretty movie, but again, the story is very, very basic. Uh, so there is my quick review of Avatar. Zoe loved it. I'm I, I'm not surprised there. Mm. Um, I really have no interest in seeing it in the theater. I will probably see it when it comes to streaming. But I'm not gonna see, go that, down my way. Me, that was one. If if I was if I was gonna see it, then I, you know, the only way I'd really want to see it is in the theater because, you know, you get the full spell of it. But yeah, I mean, other than that, you really you're not missing anything. So yeah, the way Zoe described it to me is, oh, okay, is now Fern Gully underwater. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so okay. With family. It was all about family this time. So, there you go. Well, I have no other uh, no other stories, no other thoughts for tonight. Mm, me either. That's all I got. Then, uh, all I got to say is, hopefully, uh, we didn't ask you guys, or leave you guys asking. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.